Alright, I can hear you. Good? I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I was just like talking. I was like, damn, I'm not talking. Yeah, nah, that's my fault. We, do it. we can start over or we can start. It doesn't matter. Whatever you got. For sure. I think we might have to start over just because of the recording. I think he wants to like reuse it. Okay, got you. Got you. Yeah, so sorry if this is going to be a bit recorded. No, 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 no. This is dope. No, this is okay, just all good. Okay. I didn't know. Is, is this going like on YouTube or how does this? Yeah, so he redistributed. Like he um, edits it and then puts it on YouTube or he'll put it on like our Instagram story. Okay, I'd be cool with it being like on uh, Instagram. I didn't really want nothing. I didn't know we were recording it, recording it. I thought we were just doing this for like the front page for like, well, not the front page, but one of the uh, pages in the magazine. Yeah, definitely. It is for that, but he didn't tell you that oh, okay. to like repurpose it either. No, 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 not at all. Well, it's what you're comfortable with. Like, we're not about to pressure you. Yeah, no, no, because I, yeah, no, because I didn't, I, I'm not doing no more press for a while and I was already set on that. So I didn't want to like yeah. put nothing on YouTube or no interview on YouTube. I, if it, I, I'm cool with it being for recording purposes for like the, the, um, the magazine. That's cool. But I just didn't want like any more like interviews for like, uh, for like YouTube and shit. Okay. Yeah. No, I yeah. that's cool. We're not all about right, to. Bet. You know about the pressure. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just making sure. I just got to, you know, you got to make sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Right, I'll definitely, he's going to watch this, so. Okay. Uh, th that's fine. I'll let him know. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right, we good, though. What's going on? What's the vibes? Um, sure. Cool. So just to kind of start over, you know. Uh, okay. You know, growing up as a class clown, was that something that you looked down upon, you know, as a kid? Uh, Not at all. Honestly, I looked at it as like, like I was saying, like my safe haven, honestly, because being a class clown really was just me being myself. So when I was doing, just wilding out of school, it was like my place to like have like my own show and like have like my own like live performance in front of like people and kids that I was in class with. So that really was just me doing what I do now, just on a smaller like form, you know? I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, so. Having a quick taste of um what is now your career so when did right. you fully accept that you were going to make comedy a career um fully accepted it after i tried like a lot of different things like i tried jobs that just wouldn't work out um but i always knew i had a purpose bigger than like you know just working like a nine to five job or something not nothing against them at all but I just, I just knew me personally. I just always had that feeling like, yo, I know that it's something else to my life than just this, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, just after, after me dropping out of college, I just knew, well, even when I was in college, I knew like, okay, this is coming to an end. Cause this is just not me. It's not for me. It just, it, nothing was clicking. And I tried to work jobs after I dropped out of college that wasn't working either. I tried some, quit from some and then got fired from some and just just a lot of different you know different types of things I just tried out but it just I just knew something was bigger for me than that so that's when I just started pursuing it for real that's dope I mean to actually have that realization like in college I feel like people don't even realize what they want to do and yeah. they'd be like yeah. and they'd be like I don't know I'm yeah. just out here trying to make this yeah. money so yeah. That, that's that's what's up um yeah. what were some of the advantages of being in atlanta while launching your comedy career uh some advantages honestly the music like the music field in atlanta and like how and the unity in atlanta you know atlanta is like a, a big on um, culture place so 
the unity here is crazy. Like if you see any of the artists, like any of our big, like huge, like music artists, they always like stay together and like help each other build up. Like even if they see one that a person that has talent, they always go and grab that person and help them build up or like, you know, so it's just like a big unity thing in Atlanta. And I feel like that helped my growth a lot as well too. Yeah. Like a lot of different people that were like big in the game reached out to me like early and like would like ask me to do different things like a cameo in a video or uh, even just to come and chop it up and give me some advice on just life in general, just st things like that. It really helped me out a lot. That's what's up. I mean, when it comes to having, you know, that unity in Atlanta and kind of leveraging that to, you know, Mm -hmm. successful and things like that right. with your um, comedic career. Do you feel like you face some disadvantage as being a black comedic than like, let's say if a white comedic would have faced? Uh, not really, not at all to me. Cause I feel like um, I'm, I'm somebody that is like a, uh, I, I, I'm a variety of all. So, my my fan base is really multicultural and 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 different races of all. So, I mean, I I don't feel a disadvantage for being black a black comedian at all. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have that like balance of being in like a suburban area. Mm -hmm. You know, still having like friends from the streets, still having right, yeah. white friends. I definitely yeah. that for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And being able to play on that and. I, it balances out. It, it definitely balances, balances yeah. out and it makes it like relatable because I think mm -hmm. everyone has this kind of like code switching that they do. So even if you're from the street, you know that one white dude that be that yeah. you do in your skits. I love that um, about your skits for sure. So yeah. what went into building, you know, the Juice, the Juice Too Funny brand? Like what went into that? Um just a lot of like fails and attempts, honestly. Um, now I'm, I'm at the point where I'm, I've learned so much, but I'm not, I'm never done learning. So I'm still like always learning and trying to find out new ways to stay ahead of the bar always. So just a lot went into that, just failing and getting back up and trying this and trying that and trying this and trying that always and consistency always pays out and gives. So, just believe in God and keep consistent and you'll always be successful, honestly, truthfully. Yeah. So yeah. do you feel as you become more successful as a comedian that your connection with your audience becomes like more superficial? If not mm -hmm. level? Um, no, nah, I like I like to stay away from that because once you lose touch with like real life, mm -hmm. you lose the comedy because if you if you don't have anything like that is that can that they can feel then it's not really comedic at that point so if you lose touch with that you you've lost your whole career as a comedian honestly you always have to stay grounded because if you don't then you can't really be uh like people won't relate to you at all you can't be relatable in any type of way yeah how do you stay grounded i feel like as a comedian it's often criticized like when they become more successful they're like oh they're not mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you? You know. Um. I've I've learned from like people watching people get to that point and losing it, and I think really it just all goes back to just learning life. You have to give life time. You can't rush things. You can't. You have to continuously learn. You can't feel like, oh, I'm the man now. I don't have to do that anymore. Or 
I'm not going to go over there. I can't be around those people anymore. You always have to just with me, you always have to just be in those situations. Not, not saying like go to the hood and like be in dangerous situations, nothing like that. But sometimes to be relatable, you have to be around the right things in life. And like, you can't really lose touch because a lot of comedians will lose touch and get to that point where they're not so funny anymore because they are not seeing real life things anymore. They got to the point where they're in like a one percentage of people that they might find this funny, but only the one percentage of those people that are in the same realm as you get that joke or get what you're saying and not everybody that was actually with you before that could understand. So I think it's all about just staying relatable and staying 10 toes down. Cause once you lose touch with like reality, then not really, you know? Yeah, for sure. So we are in a hypersensitive climate where people mm-hmm. are like so easily offended. Yeah. Navigate that. Like that would be the hardest thing, uh, you know. Uh, I think, and truthfully, uh, you just have to not really give a fuck, but at the same time, know your boundaries. You know, you can't always be willing. Because I mean, nobody's perfect, so you're always gonna maybe tip the the cup over a little bit, but you just have to know your boundaries. Because you're right, everything is like super sensitive now, so things like that is just. You, you just have to take it one day at a time, honestly, because you don't know what somebody might take offensively. But in comedy, every joke, somebody takes offensive. So you have to really, like I said at the beginning, not give a fuck, because if you give a fuck, you'll never have that joke that actually hits that, you know, that hits hard. So I, I look at it, I, I honestly, I don't give a fuck, yeah. which could sometimes hurt different, you know, deals or 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 like brand deals and stuff that you have but at the same time if you play your cards right it won't Mm. but you know it's just all about just you just have to know are you do you keep that in mind you know when making skits like okay i'm looking at the bigger picture of you know drewski too funny career like okay where can i go next is that are you considering that when you make skits uh, yes, always, because I'm always trying to never overdo anything and never try to lose my audience and never really try to bore them with anything. I always like to stay ahead of the, like, the bar. Like, if I feel like, okay, I see how, how they react to that, might not do that again. I might will, might give it some time. I might do it again tomorrow or just, just little things. It's just like, like telling jokes. You just know. You just have to read your audience. You just read your people and know what's funny and know what's not and know what to take too far and what to keep pushing. And, you know, you just, sometimes you just know. And I feel like I have that gift of knowing like what and and when and when not to do certain things. So that's the talent aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you create a skit and it doesn't hit, what is that what is that feeling you know what is that uh i mean it's a bad feeling but then again at the same time you just have to know like all right back to the drawing board it's low-key a humbling feeling sometimes when you when you hit like maybe some great videos or you had some great jokes and everything was going good and then that one goes bad and you're like damn but it's humbling and disappointing at the same time more humbling though because you're like okay I needed that. So that's what keeps you going. Cause you're like, all right, I needed that. I gotta, I can't get cocky and I can't feel like I don't need to really think about, or I don't need to rush things. Cause sometimes people might just rush things and 
throw stuff out just cause like, yo, I feel like I gotta post a video. I feel like I gotta do this. So just sometimes you just have to give life um, time and just see things in order to tell great jokes for real. Yeah, and that's why some comedians grow as they grow older, they get way funnier cause it's like they experience in life and they're not trying to rush everything out what they're trying to do they they're actually learning and, and seeing how you know it just takes time time with comedy is is definitely a serious thing yeah and it's so interesting because even the concept of time and then you know kind of growing your success on social where time is like Mm-hmm. They're on a different time link. Yeah, yeah. it's quick. It's quick. They, they could get over you real quick, man. Yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. how do you keep up? Like, do you put that pressure on yourself to like? Yeah, yeah. I I definitely do, but at the same time, I just know I have a gift uh, for this, and I know I have a way bigger purpose than even just being a social media comedian, which I I don't even classify myself as. So. Once you know stuff like that, it's not really a quick thing, and you're not really trying to look for the next thing for cloud, or you're not really trying to look for this or that to come up off of, you know. Because when you just know, you know, it's not really, you know, and not not even saying that in a in a cocky way or like super into myself, but it's just I I just look at it that way because it's a lot of people out here that are just for today and not for tomorrow. So yeah, you'll get that a lot in this generation. Definitely. Even, I mean, even that little um, part that you mentioned about, like, you don't consider yourself a social media comedian. Mm-hmm. How do you categorize yourself? Like, uh, I categorize myself eventually to be a stand-up comedian, a full-out actor, comedian, um, entertainer, you know, just uh, in, in all, uh, just an all-around, like, artist, you know, just, just an entertainer, man. So... I don't really like to put myself in any box because it just box you in and makes you like, you know, cause there's some people that would love to say, Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a social media comedian. Like I did it. I finally did it. And maybe that's their dream just to do that. Mm-hmm. But with the people that's not, it kind of is like you take offense to it. Cause you're like, damn, I work so hard and this is not what I definitely don't want to be classified as that. Like I, I'm actually a comedian. So, yeah. you know, for sure. Even with like your embracements, like, you've been heavily embraced by the music industry and that kind of mm-hmm. just like upbringing in Atlanta. Um, do you feel like the comedy industry embraced you? Um, yes, yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I have friends that are in the comedy space that they always reach out to me and tell me like, yo, you're killing it or just giving me advice on stuff. So, but it's more so the people that are in the same like, realm with with me i wouldn't say any like heavy hitters from comedy has hit me up at all no none no like kevin hart mike Epps, martin lawrence nobody like that has reached out in the in the comedy scene but i feel like they look at it a little different they wait until you become in their like Mm. lane because that was a whole different generation but yeah for the for the most part people in my generation now most comedians all of them know who I am and they embrace me and show love, you know, so it's, it's a good vibe. That's so it's just different generations. So it's, you yeah. know, it's things could be different. For sure. Do you strive to receive kind of like the goats of comedy approval? Is that something that you strive for? Not really. I mean, it's, it's always, it's like, it's, it's dope to gain that approval from them like that. 
but that's not like my main goal. Like if that happens, if it doesn't, so be it. I'm I'm racing to get to your spot anyway. So it's like, yo, I'm trying to be number one. So I don't really care for their approval. But it's always it's like it would be dope to have that approval. And any I mean in any aspect. I mean, if you were like an upcoming rapper, you would want that approval from the best rapper in the game, you know. Mm -hmm. So it would be cool, but at the same time, we're all in the same race and we're all trying to get that top position. At least I am. So, yeah. yeah. Even when you're like, let's say, when you're in these social gatherings with like people in the music industry or just out, like, how do you separate yourself from being like the entertainment and being the one that's entertained? Because I feel like those <laughs> lines are so blurred, you know? Yeah, yeah. You saying in what areas, like if I was to go out where? Just like, let's say a party, like a, just a social gathering. Yeah. You know, and they're like, hey, yo, come through. We about to, you know, yeah. we got bottles. We about to have beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, it's been, it's actually been hard for me lately because it's like, I don't like just showing my face everywhere because I know now in the position I'm in now, everybody in the room is going to know if I walk in, they know who I am. So. I've been weaning myself away from going to like gatherings and stuff like that just because of that and also because it's dangerous now because when you're somebody of influence people you're just like a target and you could be targeting you won't even have any beef with anybody you could just be that and you're not really you know so I feel like that and also I don't like to show my face as much anymore like out in public if I'm not like getting paid because you can also bring down your value by to run with one club just because it's like you're there so much. It's like, all right, we don't have to book him. He's always here, you know? Mm. So it can also bring down your, your value, you know, just little things like that to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're out, how do you, when you're out, are you like, nah, like, this isn't. You, you said, what, what am I like? No, what do you do? What do you say? Like in those instances, oh, yeah. you're, like, you're like, no, like this isn't it. Or are you going to be like, no, 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 I never do that. Never do that. Never <laughs> do that. I always, I have a good time. I, yeah, I put it on the show, man. Fuck that. I never act like too good to do that. Nah, nah, never. And then do you feel as if the transition from skits to like full length projects, like stand up movies, is necessary for you to reach another level of success yes definitely that is definitely all necessary in order to reach that next level because you have to uh you have to separate yourself from a lot of the things that other people are doing and and go to new heights so yeah you definitely have to do the movies tv uh stand up the live appearances stuff like that you have to like that stuff has to happen so you can't get to that next level without that. You have to do stuff that's different than the norm, you know? How has yeah. that transition be, been for you? Uh, pretty smooth. I actually, I love it. Like, it's, it's been dope, and I've been taking it, – it's a lot of changes, but you're, it's like I'm continuously learning. So this is just – it's been great. It's, just thank God for it, really. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. How do you want to be remembered after all of this is done? All this is over. How do you want to be remembered? Um, as a legend, man, 100%. Uh, just really, really, really somebody that really put their mark in the game and always remembered as one of those top, like, names in comedy, you know? Mm -hmm. And not just, oh, that's another name. And it really one of those top, top names. Like, 
if you're going to do something, why would you do it if you're not trying to be number one? So, yeah, so that's how I want to be remembered mm-hmm. as one of the legends. That's so sad. Well, that concludes Definitely. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was nice to meet you, too. Oh, yeah, very nice to meet you. Thank you so Most much. Most definitely. All right, I'll uh, touch base with Fame and uh, Anthony, and we'll get this done. Okay, bet. Perfect. Appreciate you. Have a All right, time. thank you. Have a nice day.